haven't been here in a while. Haven't been here in a while, but good to be back. Been working like a dog. I don't think I had my county job last time I did a podcast. It's really scary to say that I haven't podcast on the free site anyway for a very long time. This is Hughes from the Heart. Available everywhere podcasts are found and on HughesFromTheHeart.com. I want you to do my wife and daughter a huge favor. Will you surprise them and make their phones ding today? How can you make their phones ding today? Well, by placing an order for their soy wax candles. They've been making them well over a year now. They've been in business with Silva House Market soy wax candles. And these are the best soy wax candles I've ever burned. They even make each scent in soy wax melts for those of you who don't like open flames but would still like the uh, aromatherapy and the benefits and the nice scents and smells. I guess that's the same thing, scents and smells. Anyway, trying to be redundant here, trying to be redundant here, trying to be redundant here. Order today. I'm going to give you a promo code just for you. Go to silvahousemarket.etsy.com. If everyone in the world listening to this right now ordered, you'd make them so happy. I just looked at our numbers. I haven't done a podcast in months, but we are in 45 countries now, 759 total cities around the world. Thanks to my top countries of the United States, France, Germany, Canada, the United Kingdom, and Japan. I want to thank our top cities. We're in Frankfurt. In Germany, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Nevada, California, Columbus, Ohio, Sparks, Nevada. I wonder if that's our good friend Stephanie listening in Sparks, Nevada. Olympia, Washington, Seattle, Washington, St. Paul, Minnesota. Those are some of our top cities. And we're heard from the United States to South Korea, from Brazil to India. Hello, hello, hello. And I'm sorry I haven't been here in a while. You can order those candles today at silverhousemarket.etsy.com. Promo code SPENCER10 will save you 10% off your order. SPENCER10, S-P-E-N-C-E-R-1-0. They've got their great fall scents like no-calorie pumpkin pie, maple and bourbon. And these are just the fall scents. Wait till the Christmas ones come out. But don't wait. These are long-lasting, made in our home in the beautiful woods of the Pacific Northwest with loving ingredients and care for you, care and attention for you and for the environment safe for pets and children and for air quality these aren't the paraffin garbage candles you buy in the you know if you ever wonder why you could buy a candle for a dollar in the checkout lane it's because they're garbage you're basically inhaling petroleum when you burn those things they're garbage and more and more places are getting away from those poisonous candles again order today silverhousemarket.etsy.com I'm under the impression that life isn't as complicated as we make it. We tend to make life so complicated. I think it's because we, we like to be excuse makers. And if we can make life complicated, if we can make everything so complicated, it gives us kind of an out when we don't succeed at something, right? Because it was so hard. It was too hard to attain. Nobody could do it. Case in point, health. We know, see, like most things in life, we know deep down what we need to do to be in good health. We know that sitting on the couch and watching TV all day and eating a bag of potato chips one after the other and eating garbage food and not exercising and not moving around and not exercising our minds and our bodies, we know that that's not good for us. And yet we do it every day, millions of people, maybe billions of people around the world do it every day. We know 
what's good for us and we know what's bad for us. We know that speeding down the highway 50 miles an hour over the speed limit is not a good idea. We know it, but we do it anyway. We know that riding a motorcycle without a helmet when you get right down to it is pretty damn stupid, but we do it anyway, right? We want to be thrill seekers, man. We don't want the government telling us what to do, so we're going to go cruising down the highway with no protection between our brains and the pavement. That's a good idea. It's not a good idea. It's a freaking stupid idea. People do it. People drive without seatbelts. People eat garbage day in and day out, and they give themselves all sorts of illnesses and diseases and obesity and cancer. And then we we blame everybody. We say F cancer. And I say F cancer, too. I say that a lot, F cancer. It's my own podcast, and I could swear if I want, but I don't don't feel like saying fuck cancer, so I'm just going to say F cancer. So we give ourselves a lot of these illnesses, and then we blame all these external forces acting upon us when it's really us doing it. So I saw this on msn.com. Soda pop, chips, hot dogs, etc. They could take years off your life. Really, Sherlock? Really? They had to do studies for this? They paid scientists money and researchers money? They got funds for this? Well, they say it's never too late to start undoing the damage caused by a poor diet, that's good. They found that people can gain sizable health benefits at any age by cutting back on highly processed foods loaded with salt, sugar, and other additives, replacing them with more foods like fruits and vegetables, nuts, beans, lentils, seafood, whole grains. Really? When did we discover this sorcery? That eating whole foods was better than eating Junk foods, when did we learn this sorcery and why hasn't the information been shared with the world? Well, the research is beneficial and empowering because it shows that you don't necessarily have to transform your diet to gain benefits. Even small changes like adding a handful of nuts to your daily diet as a midday snack, cutting back on processed meats like ham and hot dogs can potentially add years to your life. And it suggests that even if you're in your 60s or older, making these relatively small changes to your diet could lead to major benefits. In a study in the New England Journal of Medicine, scientists followed roughly 74,000 people between the ages of 30 and 75 for two whole decades. And during that time period, they analyzed their diets and their lifestyle habits and tracked changes in what they ate. The researchers used several scoring systems to assess the quality of their diets, including the Alternate Healthy Eating Index, which was developed by nutrition experts at the Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. The index gives low scores to unhealthy foods and higher scores to healthier foods. Among the foods that received high scores were fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, beans, whole grains, and foods rich in unsaturated fats and heart-healthy omega-3 fatty acids, like fish, avocados, and uh, olive oil. Some of the unhealthy foods that received lower scores were things like red and processed meats and foods high in sodium and added sugar, such as sugar-sweetened beverages, pizza, potato chips, and other junk foods. The more nutritious foods people ate and the fewer junk foods they consumed, the higher their diet scores. Imagine that. The more beneficial foods and healthy foods they ate and the lower crap they ate, the higher their score. The researchers found that people who had consistently high diet scores were up to 14% less likely to die of any cause during the study period compared to people who had consistently poor diets. 
But perhaps most important, people who improved their eating habits saw big benefits. The researchers found that people who increased their diet scores by just 20% during the study had at least an 8% reduction in mortality during the, the study period and a 7 to 15% drop in their likelihood of dying from heart disease specifically. Achieving a 20% increase in your diet score could be as simple as replacing sodas in your diet with sparkling water, eating at least one handful of nuts or one serving of beans or lentils daily. Isn't that crazy? These little tiny changes can make a big difference. Eat a handful of nuts every day. Add a few servings of whole grains to your diet. Switch to brown rice instead of white rice if you're a rice lover. Eat at least one cup of beans, lentils, or peas daily. Add chickpeas to a salad. Eat a burrito bowl with black or pinto beans instead of in a tortilla with refried beans. Add nut butters, peanut butter, almond butter to toast, oatmeal, or yogurt for breakfast. This is all good stuff, and it's stuff that we know. Intrinsically, we know. Now, our ancestors might not have known. They might not have known. But then again, I argue, shouldn't, shouldn't we have been smarter in the past, too? I mean, we know now, let's say, about cigarettes, that cigarettes cause cancer, and we know that you're cutting your lifespan, generally speaking. Of course, we all know the George Burnses, who lived to be 99 or 100 and smoke, you know, constantly. We understand that. The oldest woman on Earth... What, didn't she just die a little while ago, the oldest person on earth or whatever? She was like 122 or 125, and she smoked and drank every day for decades. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, I'll just smoke and drink myself, you know, because I'll live to be 125. No, you'll probably live to be 50. You'll probably start coughing blood into the sink by the time you're 60. And you'll probably live 20 or 30 years less than the rest of us on average, so just because the oldest lady in the world, you know, smoked and drank every day doesn't mean you should be doing it. That You know, there's exceptions to every rule. Most people who smoke and drink and eat crap and drive too fast and wear motor, drive motorcycles without helmets and do all this stuff, they probably don't live on average as long as the rest of us. And all it takes is a little pivoting, a little bit of pivoting in your lifestyle, in this case, in your diet, to have huge, huge ramifications for the rest of your life. And for me, and we'll do a different podcast on this one down the road, but I've been thinking more and more about it. And I think people say, well, there's no morality to eating. You can't say that some eating is better than others. Yes, you can. If you come from the vantage point that I come from, which is that consciousness is everything. The only thing that matters is consciousness. Consciousness is, is the end all be all. And you elevate your consciousness not by eating potato chips and a bunch of shit and a bunch of sugar and salt and soda pop. That's not how you elevate your consciousness. There's no study in the world that says drinking 20 Cokes a day is going to elevate your consciousness, that it's going to make you more intelligent, that it's going to make you think more clearly. If anything, there's books written about sugar brain and what sugar does to the body and to the brain and what salt does to the body and to the brain, what all these things do. And they certainly don't elevate your health, they certainly don't elevate your consciousness. And for me, I, I try to remember that when I make these conscientious decisions on what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to do, whether I'm going to exercise today or not, I think to myself, is this elevating my consciousness? Because once you come from the vantage point that consciousness is the only thing that exists and it's the only thing that matters, consciousness, pure, unadulterated consciousness, you try to do everything you can to elevate it. And that's why it matters what we put into our bellies. It matters what we put into our brains and what we put into our souls. And we watch nothing but garbage and violence and yuckiness and distasteful things. All that stuff brings us down. It doesn't elevate consciousness.
Okay. It it decreases consciousness. It is deplorable to consciousness. It um, stops us from reaching the highest level of consciousness that we can. I don't think that's my opinion. I think that's pretty much the way it is, don't you? I think there's going to be a study someday saying that laying on the couch and having no aspirations and eating chips and cookies all day is elevating consciousness. Do you think there's ever going to be a study that shows that? I'm Spencer Hughes, and thank you very much for being here. You know what you can do is, again, support my wife and daughter in Silverhouse Market Candles at silverhousemarket.etsy.com. You're going to love what you see on there. And I would love it if, at the very least, our listeners in 45 countries and in 759 total cities, from Japan to Brazil, India, South Korea, the United Kingdom, Germany, and beyond. Let's see what other countries are here. Chile, the Netherlands, Norway, Tunisia, Slovenia, Iran, Nicaragua, home of my uh, late mother who was born in Manawa, Nicaragua, Norway, Romania, Colombia, Malaysia, New Zealand, Bermuda, Turkey, the Russian Federation, Denmark, Mexico, Spain, South Africa. It keeps going on and on. So I know you listeners are out there. At the very least, if all of you listening who happen to be on Facebook or Instagram would give my wife and daughter great, wonderful mother-daughter business. Our daughter's about to turn 15 this month. She's already the co-owner of a business at age 14. It's really incredible. She's an amazing young lady. And my wife is as well. Give them a like on Inst- uh, excuse me on Facebook. Will you give them a like and follow them on Instagram? Just look for Silva House Market. I want to do an experiment. I want to see if this podcast is really hitting as many people in as many countries and cities around the world as the stats are telling me that it does. And if it does, they should see a huge increase in the next 24 to 72 hours or whatever in their Facebook likes and in their Instagram follows. Silva House Market. That's S-I-L-V-A. Silva House Market. Look for them. I appreciate you very much. And if you would be so kind as to support this podcast by joining the Patreon for a dollar a month or by making a contribution, it would be great. You could do it at HughesFromTheHeart.com slash support. I appreciate you very, very much. Much love to all of you. And I promise to be here more often. I know I've promised that in the past and fallen through on my promises, let you down. But I, I really, really am excited about new content for this podcast and for the good vibrations that we try to contribute to planet earth and to the universe at large. So thank you. The more you support it, the more I'm wanting to do more content. And I think we need content like this. HughesFromTheHeart.com and everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you very much. And again, much love to all of you.